Hey everybody, Dallas here. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where today we are talking, G, about what? Three strategies for staying fit through the holidays, the hardest part of the year to stay fit. Boom. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast. I have said that, bumbled over that twice now, G. But this is where we get to learn from our CFE coaches. We get to meet and learn some of our CFE CrossFitters and occasionally talk with some of our Glen Ed community leaders and business owners. As you all know, I'm your co-host, Dallas Hampson. I am your Communicate to Succeed coach presentation and digital content consultant for business owners and entrepreneurs who really want to overcome brand obscurity. And I help them create clear messaging that amplifies their authority so they can convert more clients. Uh, and joined joined with me today, you all know him, you love him. He is the CEO, the founder, the owner, the chief engineer, all of the things. Coach Greg Skelly, G. Skell, how are you, my brother? I'm good. I'm also the head um, Halloween nerd around here my favorite <laughs> holiday is coming up i'm so excited for this weekend but i'm also excited for all the holidays i love thanksgiving i love yeah. christmas I, I love the holidays man i go all in on all of them um <laughs> it's I, I don't ever ask you this question uh dallas what is your favorite holiday and why you know that's a great question i haven't thought about that for a long time um there was a there was a long period of time where I would have said Christmas and that shifted um, to, I think, more Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving was a little more relaxed. It was more sit around, hang with people. You know, I'm a football Less person. pressure, right? Less pressure. Less pressure. Well, and the other thing, too, was when we lived in California, Christmas was fly home, take our vacation days from work to fly home, sleep in foreign bed, you know, sleep in foreign beds around different family members homes um and it was like non-stop 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 and i would go home from vacation exhausted quote unquote sure but when we lived in la thanksgiving became our holiday for my wife and i and then as our firstborn and our second board came along it was like what do we want to do let's go for a walk let's go to the park and play all of a sudden the pace of thanksgiving really slowed down sure. and i found myself being able to exercise more gratitude during that um, right. The other th interesting thing was um, nothing in LA shuts down for Christmas. Everything shuts down for Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. I because, don't know that. That's well, fascinating. Yeah. Um, there's, there's large portions of the city and county of people who uh, culturally don't celebrate Christmas. You know, gotcha. Japanese culture doesn't celebrate that. There, I mean, Jewish culture doesn't celebrate that. So there were restaurants open. There were um, all of these things open there that uh, during Christmas you'd go, oh, this is intriguing. It's kind of feels like a shift. But in Thanksgiving, yeah. everything was closing by three or four in the afternoon. So it was like even the city slowed down, which was really nice. Um, sure. And uh, I, so I'd, I'd probably say Thanksgiving and not even for the food. I'd say it's more for the pace. Yeah. Well, I, I know this. That, that was a long answer, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's great. I, I just learned something about you and about L.A. And, you know, what's, what's, what I think is true for all of us, regardless of whatever holiday is our favorite, is that we all acknowledge that 
our usual rituals, our usual patterns, our usual lifestyle can be totally hijacked. And that's, yeah. that's doubly true for our, our health and our fitness. Yeah. You know, we, we all know that health and fitness should always be a high priority for us, but it's, it's super easy for that to kind of fall off the radar Yeah. or fall from top of mind as we go into the winter months. And, you know, for, for a lot of us, myself, you, Dallas, all of our CrossFitters, maybe some of the, the audience out there that's not yet part of our CrossFit community, like you've been doing some fitness things and you've made some progress, you've made some gains. And even if you can't necessarily do the same stuff in the same yeah. way over the winter, over the holidays that you have been, you probably you probably want to maintain as much of your gains as possible, keep yeah. as much of the progress you've made as possible. And the good news is that there are strategies that we can do to keep as much fitness as possible so that when January arrives, we're not starting from scratch and we're right. not feeling like shit. Because it's yeah. super, super easy for the holidays to get us like completely wreck everything for us if we sure. let it. Well, I, I saw a uh, someone posted a meme just recently and it might've been in our VIP community. I, I can't recall, but it was um, with Halloween coming up. We have a candy holiday followed yeah. by a pie holiday followed yeah. by a cookie holiday, followed by a booze raging holiday. And, <laughs> and we yeah. wonder why we call it flu season when oh, in yeah. fact it's just sugar addiction season. Yeah. So it's, it, it can be a hot mess, but like right. no judgment. Like if you just, if you know that you have historically always struggled with the holidays, hopefully we can help give you an intelligent strategy or two yeah. for approaching these seasons, this season, what are we going to call it? Yeah. And so that's what we're going to chat about here for the next little bit here. G we're going to talk about three strategies to stay mm -hmm. fit before the new year arrives. Cause so many people, like you said, just a minute ago, they come at January one, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And you're sitting here as a yeah. coach and you know, over the years, Hey, that's not realistic. Sure. What can we yeah. do to get the momentum ball rolling before the new year ball drops? Right. And as we go into this too, I just want to preface this by saying that uh, these three strategies are for different people generally, especially the first two. They're for yeah. different people that have different mind spaces, different styles. Because, yeah. you know, for some people, strategy one will work really, really well, depending on what resonates with you, that like you're you know, how drawn you are to extremes. And then strategy two may appeal to you more. They are very different approaches, but for the right person, they work really, really well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's hop into it then. So uh, talk to me, G, about number one. What's strategy number one to stay fit before the new year arrives? Yeah, so it, the shortest way I describe this is going on cruise control, mm -hmm. right? And what this is, is this is accepting that there's going to be a lot of demands on your time, a lot of demands on your energy, your focus in the next few months, which is going to pull some of your energy away from your fitness. Sure. But as CrossFitters, as athletes, as people that want to still have our health, our vibrance, our energy, then it can be wise to say, okay, for the next few months, <laughs> I'm not thinking about setting PRs. I'm not thinking about setting a personal best in anything. I'm going to, I'm going to identify what is my 
what is my minimum viable action? Sure. What can I do each week that will fit into this new season, but also let me maintain some forward momentum? Because when you get to January or any month, this is always true. Yeah. It is much, much easier to go from, like, this is all you have this is figuratively speaking, yeah. it's much, much easier to go from 10 miles an hour to 60 miles an hour or from 30 miles an hour to 60 miles an hour than it is to go from zero, zero. miles an hour to 60, right? right? Having any kind of forward progress, any kind of forward movement is going to be a better, it's going to be a better outcome yeah. and lead to better long-term success. So case of point, right? Maybe you're a five times a week exerciser now, and you may just accept, you know what, for the next few months, I'm going to be three times a week. I'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sure. I'll reallocate the rest of that time to going out and living my best life, being you know available for more holiday events, yeah. more family events, going out and doing the Christmas shopping, doing the Black Friday sales, whatever it is, right? Like yeah. You, just, yeah. you consciously decide consciously decide that i'm going to downshift how much <laughs> i'm i'm putting on fitness yeah but i'm going to be holding ground there i'm yeah. going to do at least this much minimum right and then related with your nutrition okay what is my minimum viable option mm -hmm. right maybe you're holding like a really strict nutrition plan now if you are maybe you just said okay in the coming weeks, I'm going to have two days that are cheat days for me every yeah. single week. I have one day that could be a cheat day for me every single week. And that gives me some flexibility to be able to still participate in events with my family, my friends, enjoy all the holiday season has to offer, which we should. We should be living our best lives, enjoying right. these seasons with a little less pressure on ourselves to have to hold that same standard. Yeah. The general theme is our standard, maybe maybe our usual standard of action is here. Yeah. We very purposefully and consciously say, I'm bringing it to here. I am thinking ahead, though. I am making a plan. It's not right. like an accident. I'm not going to just wing it and see what happens. Sure. I'm very intentionally saying, taking my foot off the gas pedal, I'm saying I'm going to hold 15 miles an hour. I'm going to be there three times a week instead of six. Right. But I'm going to do that minimum religiously so that when January arrives, it's not an impossibly difficult task to right. get into the gym. It's not terrifying to get back into the gym because right. the danger in all of this is we fall off the wagon in October, November, December, and we tell ourselves January will be easier. But then January arrives. Right. And psychologically, there's a huge barrier. Like I... I'm not half the athlete that I was. I've gained 15, yeah. 20 pounds, and I feel ashamed about that. I'm scared to go back in the gym and have all my gym friends see that I'm not in shape anymore or whatever, right? Like yeah. I'm scared of going to the well, gym having all these strange people looking at me funny. I feel like I'm being judged. Like Whatever it is, like it can be a real hurdle to go from right. zero to 60. Don't let that happen. Yeah, and, and, and I would add to that too. The idea of uh, when January comes around, number one, there is a post-holiday, you know, lack of a better word, post-holiday lull or post-holiday hangover. Uh, not sure. not literal, maybe literal on January 1. Oh, for sure it's literal. But, but proverbial <laughs> like, hey, I've come down now from two and a half months of parties, events of this and that. But, 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 but. 
And so there's like this social lull that happens as well as it's the coldest, darkest month of the year. So then all yeah. of a sudden it's like not only the mental hurdles that you just said there, there are literally physiological and seasonal issues occurring yeah. as well um, besides just the mental thing. So having, having a little bit of that momentum ball rolling leading into that. And I mean, gee, you and I, I'll, I'll show full transparency on this podcast. We had a conversation yesterday about this as we were like, Dallas, what can you do? For those of you who don't know, I've got a big extra thing of my business launching here in the, the first part of November. And with, with the leadership and presentation side of my business, as I'm launching that, everything it seems like everything's crunch time. So when G and I had our scheduled time to talk about, hey, what's the rest of the year? What's Q4 look like for you in your fitness right. and, and nutrition? I just right. flat out was like, dude, I'm exhausted right now. Yeah. And, and so... So that we had a very similar offline conversation about this just yesterday, everybody, where G was encouraging me, all right, let's go to minimal mode. You know, it's not uh, yeah. the old space ball reference. It's not ludicrous speed, but yeah. what, what can we do to pull back so that you don't overshoot your goals and then feel sure. disappointed that you didn't, that you never attained realist, unrealistic goals. And right. then what's the don't shift all the way to nothing because you've got another priority right now. Right. That's what's going to happen with our with our holidays is we're going to have a lot of other priorities, but we can't go into neutral because neutral. If you're on the hill, if you go into neutral, you're, you're still going to roll backwards. Well, yeah. And there's something to be said, too, that your ability to fully enjoy the holiday is a function of how much, what energy levels you have, right? Yeah. And if your eating is completely off the rails, your energy is going to be shot. Right. If you're doing no physical activity, your energy is going to be shot and you'll find yourself going through those peaks and valleys where like you eat some food, you have energy for 30 minutes and you feel like hell afterward. Like your whole holiday experience could actually be compromised by fully falling off the wagon. Yeah. And so- you know, just one strategy that we had discussed, because I, I know, and hopefully Dallas, you don't mind me sharing, like no. your ideal day, you've got a block of 60, 90 minutes, two hours where you'd be all fitness, right? You'd be fitnessing hard, Ideally, right? yeah. That's not realistic at the moment. Yeah, it doesn't have to be realistic all, all year long, right? We say right. like, we know that in your ideal day, you spend this much time with networking, this much time with work, this much time with family, this much time on fitness, right? But we said, it is okay. To yeah. say, you know what, six days a week, I'm given 10 minutes. I got 10 minutes to give. Yeah. And even that, like that 10 minutes, you'll feel so much better, not just physically in terms of like your energy level, but just like psychologically, how a person feels about themselves can yeah. be so elevated by that. Like you just, you just get this feel good sensation. It improves your relationship with yourself. Even yeah. just 10 minutes, you know what? Today, I got 10 minutes to get, I got no time to warm up before my next Zoom meeting, but you know what? I'm just going to do for 10 minutes, I'm going to do as many sit-ups and as many air squats as I can. Yep. And you know what? In this season, that could totally be enough to do the job. That cruise control is fine. It right. will work and it will right. take you into January still with some good forward momentum, some good sure. forward progress. Sure. So that that's good. So that's strategy number one is everybody what would be cruise control for you? Strategy yeah. number two, a little more extreme. G, talk to me about strategy number two here. Yeah, and strategy number two is when maybe you identify some group 
support organization that's running a challenge. Yep. Some examples, some famous examples in our community here, like the Supplement Superstores, Andy Frizzella, 75 hard challenge or variations yeah. of 30, 30 hard challenge. Right. So many people. Three, three, two, two hard, two hard, two, four day hard challenges. Four day Every, hard, right? Five hard. <laughs> Yeah. So this, by the way, like this strategy I'm about to describe is for an entirely different psychology, right? Right. First person, like cruise control is the kind of person that just recognizes I'm not going to go hard in the paint with my fitness for the next few months. Just not going to happen, right? I've yeah. got too many balls in the air. But with this strategy, some people, if they know they've got a challenge, some kind of kickstart thing that they're doing that really gets their energy levels up and they love they love the, the idea of being a part of a challenge for the next yep. 30 days from now until thanksgiving from thanksgiving until christmas right like these short burst high intensity efforts yep. that they they so you know if you do like a 75 hard this is something where you would do like two workouts a day. One has to be outside. You got to right. eat no cheat meals whatsoever, no alcohol. You read 10 pages of right. self-development literature every single day. Um, I forgot the other. Drink, the drink other a gallon one. of water a day. Drink a gallon of water every day, right. Now, if your psychology is that is such that you really thrive on extremes, yeah. if you thrive on intensity and having like the energy of – uh, 15 day spread to 30 day spread. You can capitalize on that. And what's cool is that, like we mentioned already, like a 75 hard, you don't have to do it for 75 days. You do it for, for 20 days, right? right? You say that between November 26 and December 24th, I'm going to be the most rock star, clean eater, going to get right. all my sleep and drink all my water and be perfect on all those days. I'm going to blow it out on Christmas. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. That's an entirely viable strategy that I think a lot of people might consider, you know, especially in our CrossFit space. Right. So right. many of our CrossFitters like are Enneagram three achievement oriented, like do yeah. the big, wild, dramatic thing that calls attention to ourselves. Related to this, like if you know about the Enneagram, I've noticed there's a disproportionately high number of threes in CrossFit worlds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like if you're drawn to that sort of mind space, capitalize on that yeah. for the next few months. Yeah. Even just like putting small challenges in in between the holidays. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, there are other challenges too. I mean, we've got CrossFitters training for the next Spartan race. We've got people going right. for a new year's marathon. I mean, there's lots of, lots of things that you can do. There's so many holiday fundraiser, five K's, 10 K's, et cetera, K's that you could um, yes. sign up for as well. And all of those, the, that really is, uh, I think a good way to think of it, G is, um, for some people that mindset of, no, I'm going to sprint to this target. I'm going to sprint to this particular goal. That could be a huge driver for them through the holidays. So yeah, sign up for Absolutely. a challenge. That's number two. Or a um, competition or a race yep. or a whatever. Yep. So what would, uh, what would strategy number three be then? So we've got number one, cruise control. Number two, sign up for some kind of fitness, nutrition, competition, challenge slash right. go hard. Um, what would number three here be G? Absolutely. Number three is a good idea for everybody, regardless of your psychology. And that is to think, that is to think and plan ahead weekly. And, you know, I hate to fall back on truisms or, you know, just, you know, but if you are 
not planning ahead. Yeah. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. If you have no plan at all for this yeah. upcoming three months this season, it's going to be a shit show. If right. you, the, the train will hit a penny on the rails and jump the tracks. It's <laughs> going to be a mess. There's a reason that so many people take so many steps back in their fitness over the next few months, the October, November, December of the year, right? It is it is it's ridiculously arrogant and egotistical to say, I am the exception. I'm going to go no plan. Everything's going to work out. No, it's not. And right. so the, the, the only intelligent approach is to be thinking ahead and planning ahead. So for yep. example, what that might look like, right? All right, I'm going to be with my family on Thanksgiving and the day after for Black Friday. We are bringing food to this feast. I can bring these two dishes that I love that are more on plan for me so right. that I have options. I don't have to right. be at the mercy of whatever everybody else brings to the thing, right? right? Maybe you're the kind of person who loves to cook. Maybe you just raise your hand, you volunteer. Hey, at the, at the Christmas thing I'm doing with my mom's side of the family, I'm gonna be the person to make the foods. And that kind of yeah. lets me guarantee that I've got some stuff that's on plan for me, right? right. <laughs> Maybe your plan is Thanksgiving week, I'm eating ex extremely on plan, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm just gonna let whatever happen, happen. As of Friday morning, I am back on track. That is my plan, right? Yeah. But without a plan, you should fully expect catastrophe. There has sure. to be a plan. All the people that we know who succeed at a high level with their health and their fitness, they're very intentional about looking to the week ahead and seeing what are the pitfalls? Yeah. What are the threats that 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 looked knocked me off of my game, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know what they are. Like you right. know what they are. I, I bet I bet money that Dallas could look like right now we're we're coming up on Halloween. I bet money Dallas already knows when Thanksgiving comes around. When I'm in these places, I'm at risk. When yep. I'm with these people, there's a high likelihood that my nutrition is going to falter. Is this true? Yeah. For like sure. you know you, right? You probably already know what the dangers are. You should be thinking ahead and proactively creating a, a map. How do I navigate these challenges so yeah. that I can still be making forward progress? Yeah, for sure. And I think you know, I, I love to plan what's so interesting for many people. And, I, and I'm going to use myself as the example here, but we plan strategically our work, the projects we have coming up, the meetings we've got going on. The like holiday all, events themselves. The holiday events themselves. And, and honestly, most holiday events, people are already saying, hey, what are you guys bringing to Thanksgiving? Like, yeah. because the menus are already being planned. So Correct. there's enough of this dish and enough of that dish. What's funny is with um, with my wife's side of the family, uh, the, la the staple the last two years for us to bring has been uh, roasted Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and bacon and onion mix. And uh, like, that's just our go-to is, hey, everybody, we've got the Brussels and the bacon sweet potatoes. Um, so we, we love crushing those because those are two of my favorite things to eat right now. But um, But people are thinking through all these things. To the point, though, back to the like the professional side of life, we plan 
all of these elements of our world so that our our work days can go strategically well and that we don't go, boy, I have no idea where that Thursday went. Right. It was just spent on emails and responses. And um, you'll hear it the way people say it when they haven't planned appropriately. They'll say, I felt like I was just pushing papers or piles around or I was putting out fires all day. And Living reactively that, is a terrible way to live. Right. You want to live on purpose. Exactly. So take that same principle. I don't want to put out fires in my business all day. And I don't want to respond to email all day. I don't want to be in reactive mode. I want to be in proactive mode. How do I do that in my fitness during the holidays? How do I do that in my nutrition? How do I not go to where I'm like, oh, crap, now I got to just put out fires because I've eaten horribly the last week. And also, I, I want to you know throw this out to all the people who are, are CrossFitters in our community now. Something that you guys should know, just in case you don't, if you know you're traveling and you need some travel-friendly workouts, holler at us. We've got those workouts. We'll send them to you for no yeah. charge. Or if you're going to be in a place where you won't have a gym, you need some all-body weight workouts you can do at a friend's house, at your, at, your, at your mom's house, your dad's house, text us. We'll send them to you for no charge. We have those workouts written yeah. for you. Like we, we already know that one of the curveballs we all have to deal with is having to do fitness differently than our usual gym routine. Sure. We have the solution. If you're one of our CFE CrossFitters, just holler at us. Let us know, hey, you're going to be yeah. in Boise, Idaho for two weeks and you need a, a bodyweight-only exercise program. We will send it to you. Just give us a shout. We're here for you guys. Yep. And we actually, um, just a few episodes ago, we covered that, just a couple of at-home fitness things depending Check on that podcast. Yeah. So I'm, you know, plugging, plugging the CFE podcast. Well, um, gee, this was great. So again, everybody, just to review these kind of three things that we talked about today is number one and three strategies to stay fit before the new year arrives. Again, I, I kind of made this joke earlier. I'm going to say it again, keep the ball rolling in the momentum so that you don't have to pick it up after the ball drops in, in January right. one. So number one, go on cruise control. For a few months, something is better than nothing. Number two, you can sign up for a challenge, a fitness, nutrition, competition, whatever that might be. Or number three, as we were talking about, and this works for either one or two as well, is think and plan ahead. Don't leave anything to chance. Be proactive. Those are all great things. So, um, so gee, uh, thank you for this conversation. And I, you know, we, we you. hit on a lot of things there. Um, everybody, as you always know, you can go to CrossFitEdwardsville.com. That is a great way uh, to reach out to us. But, uh, but gee, if they're new to CrossFit Edwardsville, new to CrossFit in general, and they want to learn a little bit more about who we are, what we do, et cetera, um, give us some other things other than just going to the CFE website. Yeah, Google CrossFit Edwardsville. Read our Google reviews. Find us on Facebook. Read our Facebook reviews. Read our Yelp reviews. Like you can learn a lot about us by checking us out peeping the social media on Instagram or Facebook, check yep. that out. You can learn a lot about us. It's sort of like proverbial, like looking in the windows of CFE to see what's going on. And when you're ready, when you're like, you know what? I want to learn more about what my CrossFit journey looks like. Go to CrossFitEdgel.com and sign up for a no sweat conversation with a coach, low key phone call with one of our coaching staff. We'd love to talk about what your unique fitness journey looks like going, uh, going forward. Yeah, that's awesome. So again, everybody, that button on that website is huge. It says book a no sweat conversation. You can't miss it. And that's at CrossFitEdwardsville.com. So uh, G, thank you again for these strategies. And 
everybody uh we will see you in the next round until then my friends as i always like to say have a championship day <laughs>